Welcome to Manners and Madness, a Jane Austen and David Lynch podcast. My name is Maya Adkins. And I'm Christian Cabrera, and we are doing our first check-in of the year, 2022. (laughs) (laughs) And no less on David Lynch's actual birthday. Our Aquarius king. I I feel so weird saying that. No, I... He is an Aquarius king. He's the best. <laughs> we get all winter birthdays as our patron saints. Sagittarius and Aquarius. It's like a Capricorn sandwich. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all our guests must be Capricorns going forward. <laughs> the perfect lineup. Well, we definitely have a Capricorn character coming up as one of our next things, but Oof. we'll save that for later. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes. So we've taken the last January off and we've done some re-releases for you. Mm-hmm. We threw some Mansfield Park in there because we haven't done any Mansfield Park since then. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even realize it. I just kind of assumed since we had done so many adaptations at this point, I was like, we've got to have done another one and we did it. I know. So. They're just, there's so few that I'm like... You gotta just like pick them out slowly. I don't know. I'm just making hand gestures. I don't know what words I'm trying to say. <laughs> you gotta dole them out judiciously, yes. <laughs> like little <Yeah>. candies. <laughs> <laughs> the rarest of all adaptations. I know. The, the rare Mansfield Park. <laughs> <laughs> Since our last check in, we watched just episode 10 of season two of Twin Peaks. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we watched Wild at Heart. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which was very wild such fun. <laughs> and you know i feel like when we were sorting the pride and prejudice characters because we next did pride and prejudice 95 but yes. a lot of them we were influenced by well heart as to like what would their favorites be <laughs> Yes, I think we did say for a few of them that they would love Wild at Heart. <laughs> they oh, would love the... I think the majority of the young girls we said Wild at Heart. Right. The, <laughs> <laughs> the passion, the craziness of it all. Yes. <laughs> Definitely a Lydia, Kitty, Mariah yeah. type of a movie. <laughs> I feel like they would have a like sit down marathon of just watching that movie. <laughs> yes, yes. Over and over. <laughs> yes. And then swooning over Nick Cage and wondering where their Nick Cage is. Like typical teenage. <laughs> I know. Loons. I have a, that. I have a, like a thing to talk about later that I, a new way to sort the girls. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe I'll just say it now because I was thinking we should, when we do a Jane Austen character, if it's like one of the teenage girls, like we did before, and maybe we mm-hmm. can do it later, but who would their favorite Twin Peaks male be? Like who would they want to flirt with the most oh, of all the boys Beau. in town? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are That's they a cool, James like or a Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> Cooper? Hopefully not Leo. <laughs> Gosh, hopefully not, but please, <laughs> I'm not going to rule it out. We'll, we'll have to take that on a case-by-case basis <laughs> right <laughs> i could totally see <sighs> lydia she's just there's gotta be some too reckless female yes. in there oh yeah and of course i mean we've already been talking about it but we did pride and prejudice 95 the pinnacle of jane austen adaptations and yes. many people's minds <laughs> the exalted <laughs> 95 <laughs> yes i I don't know. I think so. I think I just had really enjoyed it. And there was like something special about it. Yeah. It was just, it was a perfect like holiday kind of thing to be watching. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I always have to watch these things a bunch of times for the recap and for, you know, refreshing my brain right before we right. record. And I never got tired of it. And yeah. I watched it on every service it was on because now I go on Fritbox <laughs> and it's like, the last thing you watched was Pride and Prejudice. And I go on Hulu and it's like, the last thing you watched was Pride and Prejudice. And <laughs> PBS, the last thing you watched was Pride and Prejudice. So I guess I just watched it on all the platforms. <laughs> <laughs> Had to give it equal footing. Yes. <laughs> okay, so how many characters from like the Pride and Prejudice do we think or from Jane Austen that we've done so far, just who do you think would love Wild at Heart the most? Like, Oh, gosh. I definitely think those girls from Pride and Prejudice would be a big one. Yeah, I think the... Because Wild at Heart is like... I feel like the thing that is so... That sticks out the most to me about it is like this almost like immature, like passionate, I don't know, like fieriness of it, I guess you could say. And because I was thinking like, oh, would would Catherine like it would and then I was like yeah and I was like maybe (laughs) Isabella but it almost feels like too crazy for them like too wild to (laughs) to use the 
title. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like it's it kind of relates to a lot of the female Jane Austen characters like a Marianne Dashwood who want to marry for love, mm-hmm. you know, because like their families are against them. Right, I, I'm thinking of like Colonel Brant or like Lydia or Eliza because I've been reading Sense mm-hmm. Sensibility. But, you know, Colonel Brandon's slash, mm-hmm. you know, ex-woman that he loved. Right. And so I feel like those are the kind of characters who would really like it. Maybe like Charlotte or is it Charlotte? No, Georgiana. <laughs> Sorry, Georgiana from was... Sanditon. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to ask, actually, do you think Georgiana would like it? Or do you think that she would be like, that's a little too much <laughs> for me? <laughs> well, that's a good point. She might be, but I do feel like she like seemed to have the most like you know passion and desire to like be with the person she loved regardless of who right. you know stood in her way and she would like go out of her way to do crazy stuff to see him so That's it true. feels like a very kind of wild at heart sentimentality yeah. yeah i could totally see her like kind of fantasizing about like abandoning all like quote-unquote responsibilities and just kind of having this kind of carefree escape yeah definitely definitely not an Anne elliot <laughs> No, <laughs> I wonder if like, Anne oh, I get... hate his early work. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if she could really even sit through it and be like, this is so stressful. I can't watch this anymore. You're probably right about that. It would probably be too. Like, I feel like she could sit through a racer head and just be like, you know, right. maybe emotionally distance herself from it. But like, mm-hmm. I don't think Wild at Heart, <laughs> she could. She might be like, I'm sorry, it's too much. Yeah, I think the <laughs> the sex and the, the violence might be a little too out of her realm. Yeah, and just like the passionate love story. Like maybe once the book is over, she could handle it. But like, yeah, you know, she was she was very triggered <laughs> by those sorts of things. <laughs> right, right. That's true. But I wonder if but she would even think Louisa, about uh, no. No, Louisa. Louisa. Pre-fall, <laughs> she would have definitely been into it. Yes. <laughs> Pre-fall, she would have been like how do I grab a carriage and race away with my daughter <laughs> and then what what David Lynch and or Twin Peaks characters would just love the 95 adaptation of Pride and Prejudice I definitely feel like Donna would love it yeah I feel like her and her mom and sisters probably watch it together <laughs> yes and At Christmas. Um, <laughs> yes I almost feel like in a way I could totally see like Donna and Laura like sitting down together like po- like pre Twin Peaks and being like uh we're gonna have a 95 Pride and Prejudice marathon and we're just gonna have a girl's day in her I feel like Laura probably participated in that like when she was 12 and 13 and mm-hmm. then was like I am good on Pride and Prejudice for the rest of my life <laughs> right <laughs> she's like I'm gonna skip this year <laughs> Uh, but if she ever did watch it in like one of her really emotional states, she might really connect with certain characters and be like, I never looked at it this way before. But I think that Shelly and Norma would do like yes. girls night <laughs> watching of it. <laughs> I would just, I was just about to say that or that, you know, they would meet in the cafe the next morning and be like, did you watch it last night? Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I could see like Harry stumbling across it and ending up getting sucked into it. And then Hawk walking in and being like, oh my God, this is the best. Don't you love it? (laughs) I could totally see Hawk being like, have you read the book though? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, totally. Totally. Read the source material. And him and Lucy are probably like big fans of the book. (laughs) Oh yeah. Lucy's probably reading it and reading it and reading it. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) They would love it. How could you not? This is the best adaptation ever. And she would make Andy watch it. <laughs> yes. And he would be like, mm, it's okay. But because <laughs> Lucy likes it, I like it. Yeah. And I'm sure Cooper's seen it and appreciates it. He's probably not, you know, watching it all the time, but yeah. he thinks of it fondly. <laughs> yes. He has a very critical, pleasant view of it and will probably lend Harry his book to read. Yes. <laughs> He's probably yes. read all of Jane Austen and like a bajillion books. I don't know that yes. there's anything in Twin Peaks that says that Cooper reads a million books, but I've, he, he, he gives off he the vibe. The <laughs> yeah, he gives off the vibe. And I could totally see Audrey being like, well, clearly I'm Lizzie and Cooper oh, yeah, is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she'd be like, oh, she'd find his copy of the book and be like, oh, I have to read this book now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she would probably call him Darcy, like <laughs> playing around and yeah. I don't think Catherine Martell reads them. No, she thinks they're children's books. Yes. They're fairy tales. <laughs> True love doesn't exist. Oh my gosh, totally. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Okay, so now the question I really wanted to get to. What <laughs> boys would the Pride and Prejudice girls most want to flirt with? Let's start with oh, Lydia. <laughs> Lydia, I feel like she would definitely... I'm trying to think of like... Definitely... Is she a Bobby? Is she a James? I, I was thinking... Of, oh my God, there's like so many polls... Because I was like, Bobby, because he's like dangerous a little bit and <laughs> sort of mysterious. But then James has that total like, I'm a biker and... I'm really emotional and I could totally see her being like, I don't understand him, but I want to. Yeah. And since age means nothing to the Pride and Prejudice girls, I could see her like, <laughs> I could actually see Lydia literally flirting with every single man in all of Twin Peaks who she comes across. <laughs> like, Literally every She would be one. the one to run off with Leo because she would be so clueless as to right. his real nature. And she's just like, oh, well, we flirted. <laughs> Yes, I. That's that's kind of worth earlier, but my mind was going to. So I would say probably, honestly, Leo. <laughs> Hopefully, a reformed well, he, Leo. Easiest. She's the easiest to take advantage of, and yeah, <laughs> he's the most apt to take advantage. Yeah. But you know, I could see her flirting from with everyone from Harry to you know. She probably like hangs out at the police station all the time. She loves a man in uniform. <laughs> that's that's true she's probably like <laughs> lucy don't you need another receptionist don't you want me to work here <laughs> all right <laughs> uh, okay so how about kitty kitty i feel like kitty because you know not to necessarily knock her but she's kind of like a little bit in the background of lydia uh-huh. and so i always think of like who's more of a like background character that she would probably go for and i'm thinking mike that's a good thought I was thinking one of these girls is going to like Mike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of like, you know, he's like kind of like a Leo light. He's not really that dangerous, but he's kind of a douchebag. Yeah. I like that one. What about Mariah? Because I was thinking maybe the same uh, thing for her, but I maybe she'd like... be more of a James or something. <laughs> yeah. I For Mariah, I feel like she... Well, first we have to decide who Elizabeth would like. <laughs> she would like over that I one. mean, Cooper, <laughs> right? She's... I feel like that would be yeah. her. That would be like the most like, oh, that makes sense because yeah. they just I feel like they would complement each other well but I could see them butting heads too yeah what about Mary hmm. <laughs> it's hard because <laughs> I feel like she does kind of like Collins I mean people always play it that yeah. way we'll see when we get to the book but I think actually there might be a line or two implying that she has a little thing something for him so who's the most Collins-ish oh gosh like oh I know what about what's his name Dick Tremaine <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> <laughs> I could totally see her being like, uh, I run this house. You <laughs> annoy me, but I guess I like that. you. Yeah. I mean, she's got a little bit of that, like, Colin snobbiness to her. that, And he yeah. definitely has that, you know, Dick Tremaine does. And then I guess we can do Jane and Elizabeth, although they seem the least likely to. I feel like they know who they like. <laughs> they like Bailey and Darcy. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> I feel like in this world, definitely like Lizzie would be Cooper. But I feel like Jane, I don't know, like I, I think Jane would maybe be a Harry or a Hawk. And I was thinking to kind of go back to Mariah, she kind of feels like an Ed to me. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Because she, think she of isn't stupid. Yeah. <laughs> She's not going to well, go after one of these crazy guys. I was like, who's the most like Bingley? And I was like, Pete Martell. But I mean, he's obviously Aww. not the right age, but a young yeah. Pete. <laughs> yeah, I would say all these like these sort of like shippings and everything. Let's all just <laughs> meet them at the same age. They're all the same age. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And then Darcy, he feels the most to me like, <sighs> I was going to say like Ben Horn or even Audrey, like you know, because mm. just that like kind of cool front uh, that doesn't seem yeah. penetrated very easily. I I kind of like the idea of Audrey because I feel like she has the the better qualities of her father. Yeah, but <laughs> she's not like evil. So yeah, <laughs> I would say yeah. I like the, uh, Audrey for Jane. That's, that's a good that's one. a good one. It's a good <laughs> pairing. Okay, so I, okay, even though I wasn't going to do like a, a year retrospective, I was thinking that we might want to discuss if we've learned anything new about the connections between Jane Austen and David Lynch, you know, because I feel like we need to check in on this question every once in a while. Like, yeah, what have we found that is similar or different? 
than we might have initially thought. Hmm. Well, I feel like watching maybe like some, and we'll do like supposed in quotes, influences of David Lynch. <laughs> I feel like, you know, they both love a good heroine in a way. Yes. They yes. they do like someone who, a heroine who kind of breaks a little bit of the norms of the time that they're kind of writing about or trying to portray. And they really like to ha- like have this up and down journey with them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think that's true. I feel like in a way, David Lynch, he's very, he loves women. And he mm-hmm. loves to show them and make them like central characters and show like their. I was just listening to the Blue Rose Task Force. It's a new podcast mm-hmm. that John Bernardi just started. Ooh. And I can't remember the girl's name, but um, she was talking about how David Lynch is kind of a feminist in that way. And like he's really interested in putting females at the front, but like showing their abuse or like how they're mm-hmm. abused by like misogynist society. And Jane Austen loves that too, but she doesn't do it from like a I don't feel like it's more as a sympathetic like oh isn't it sad but more like a look how this girl who like because society is Mm -hmm. constantly doing that to women in Jane Austen's time and she's pointing it out but she's also like look how she's overcoming it you know (laughs) right yeah that's a great great point how they're kind of like overcoming their situation that they've been put in by society whether it's you know (laughs) sort of like arranged marriages in a way to yeah I don't know Stuff in Twin Peaks, that's crazy. (laughs) And I I mean, Wild at Heart really made it clear to me. I mean, I feel like I've been noticing it throughout everything we've done with David Lynch, but Wild at Heart really like made me see that David Lynch is just super silly and funny. I mean, not funny in the same way as Jane Austen, but like he just loves, well, it kind of in the same way because he kind of likes to like turn things into caricature-ish things, like especially in Wild uh-huh. at Heart, you know, especially at the end, it just got like so big that it became funny. And a lot of Jane Austen's characters do that, not in the same yeah. way, not like the violence is insane and, you know, kind of not not in the same way, but like he yeah. is really funny and silly and kind mm-hmm. of stupid <laughs> sometimes you know like he's kind of got a low brow sense of humor a lot of times but um (laughs) yeah i've noticed a lot more comedy from him which i think is interesting which obviously jane austen has a lot of but i you know reading sense and sensibility well we'll get to that (laughs) yeah i was gonna say like i'm thinking specifically about wild at heart because you know i know we're like we start the movie with sailor and we kind of follow sailor but i've always just I don't know if it's like just personal like draw towards female characters that I have but I always was like this seems like it's more Lula's story like I don't really kind of care about Sailor that much I mean, um, yeah it's about Lula and her mom and like right. Lula and Sailor too but it's kind of Lula is really the major yeah and I <laughs> what I love about that especially like compared to a Pride and Prejudice that we watched right after is like this mother-daughter relationship that we get to see and how, you know, (laughs) clearly two very different types of overbearing mothers. Um, (laughs) Very true. But yeah, and just seeing how like- I would love to see Diane Ladd play Mrs. Bennett. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh, that would be very interesting. And Laura Dern (laughs) as Lizzie, please. I would love it. Well, at this point, at this point, Laura Dern could play Miss Spinnet. Yeah. <laughs> Dialect but... could be uh, Lady Catherine de Burke. Yes. <laughs> Please. <laughs> that would be very fun. But I just like, I like how they, both of these things kind of explore that mother-daughter relationship and kind of like uh, show, I'm trying to think of like how to like link it because they both show this kind of like transformation of the relationship, especially like Lizzie and her mom, how she kind of like is like, you know, my mom's going to be my mom and right. you know, just got to love her for it. And clearly Lula is like, my mom is my mom and she's crazy. Yeah. It's interesting because both Lula and Lizzie kind of start off already like independent of their moms. Like they already see yeah. them kind of for what they are, but they still want to have a good relationship with them. And so it's like the struggle yeah. between, you know, and they both end up at a good place. Well, I mean, it seems like Lula and her mom are kind of, you know, before Sailor gets re-released, like in a, in a, a fairly somewhat, good place. Yeah. yeah. And I think I think what's great is like at the end, we kind of get this like really independent Lula and like completely independent from her mom. And in a way, we do kind of get the same thing for Lizzie, you know? Yeah. And I don't know. I just feel like you've at the at the end of both of these stories, you're like, 
these girls are going to be all right. They don't need anyone yeah. but themselves, if yeah. anything. Yeah, definitely. I think they were good, good Pride and Prejudice and Wild at Heart. They really went well together. And yeah, it was kind of, I was saying before we started that it felt like we had gone a really long time without David Lynch just because Pride and Prejudice was long. <laughs> right. And because we haven't done anything for, you know, the, well, I've been working on Jane Austen stuff <laughs> at the moment. So it right. kind of feels very much like back to back stuff. But, okay. Well, that's the majority of what I had coming <laughs> besides like what we're going to do next. But before we do that, we wanted to get to some fun stuff. Not that what we haven't yeah. been doing isn't fun, but just some uh, fun quizzes. Those quizzes. are always a fun time. <laughs> So we're doing which Bennett sister from Pride and Prejudice are you from Book Riot? Thank you, Book Riot. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> okay. You want to read it? Yeah. I can barely see right. it. <laughs> <laughs> Question one. What are your favorite hobbies? Reading and taking long walks, playing the piano and contemplating moral philosophy, doing whatever my best friend tells me to do, shopping and flirting with boys, needlework and long walks with friends or talks. Excuse me. Long talks with friends. Hmm. Oh gosh, I'm gonna say. This one seems familiar too. But... <laughs> I don't remember this one, but clearly my quiz memory is not that great. <laughs> I'm gonna say needlework and long talks with friends. I'm gonna say reading and taking long walks. Even though I have not done either of those in a while, but I like to do them in theory. <laughs> <laughs> Question two: What are you most excited about doing this summer? Sea bathing, getting some alone time, falling in love, going on an adventure. Or finding a summer fling. God, falling I... in love or finding a summer fling. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've been talking about how much I want to go to the beach a lot. Because I haven't been to the beach a lot last year. So I'm going to say sea bathing. Okay. I'm going to say finding a slumber, summer fling. Just for fun of it. <laughs> yeah, that's always fun. Next question. What is your biggest flaw? I don't stand up for myself. I am incredibly boring. I make judgments about people too quickly. I don't think before I act. Or I have a hard time talking about my feelings. Mm. Hmm. Gosh, it's hard whether I'm incredibly boring <laughs> or I don't no. think before I act. I guess sometimes I, I, I don't think before I act. Okay. Um, I mean, I do, but I still do it anyway, regardless of what my brain has told me. So, <laughs> <laughs> like My original decision was the right one. <laughs> oh, it's not going to let me change it. Oh, really? I pressed I am incredibly boring accidentally. It won't let you change it? No. <laughs> can you refresh the quiz and then just kind of quickly get um, to the question that's a good point i can maybe do that. hold please <laughs> mm -hmm. wow it's really not letting me do that well it's okay i'll just be careful in the future not to <laughs> that's so crazy why would i do that okay well i'll just go with i make judgments about people too quickly because mm. that's a, a lot of jane person. austen's characters problems <laughs> <laughs> I'm just too much of a Lizzie, I guess. <laughs> All right. Next question. What was your favorite book as a child? Eloise by Kay Thompson. The Giving Tree by Shel Silverstein. Alexander the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day by Judith Yorst. Goodnight Moon by Margaret Wise Brown. Or Madeline by Ludwig Bemolmans. Um, I'm yeah, going to say The Giving Tree. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't even really... I liked Shel Silverstein as a kid, but I don't think... I don't remember reading Giving Tree as a child. Good Night Moon oh. definitely feels like one that we didn't read. Mine was like, my favorite book as a child was um, Drummerhoff Fires <laughs> It Off. <laughs> it was like, Corporal <laughs> Farrell shot right. the barrel, but Drummerhoff fired it off. And it's just a long line of that. But that's I think I weird. like Madeline. Madeline. Mm -hmm. I think I've seen the cartoon and stuff. So I think that's my favorite. I always like, you know, an orphan girl. I mean. <laughs> a French orphan girl, too. I think it's an orphan girl. I don't know if she's an orphan. But or she's at I some girl, girl school. But <laughs> I'm going to say The Giving Tree because that was kind of like a staple going. Yeah, that's a good one. All right. Next question. What role do you play in your group of friends? I'm the leader and always decide what to do. I'm the nice one who everyone tells their problems to. I'm the outrageous one who always gets into trouble. I'm I'm the follower always up for anything or i'm the friend no one likes <laughs> so don't talk about yourself sad. like that quiz <laughs> yeah oh gosh i'm like uh -huh. afraid be <laughs> to pick one and be like i'm actually the person who is outrageous no I don't, know, I don't know. I'm going to say that I'm the nice one who everyone tells their problems to. That's a good one. I feel like that is me a lot of the time, but I'm also going to say I'm kind of a follower who's up for anything because I'm like constantly 
going on trips with people who just are like, you know, they plan it. I just go with them. Right. <laughs> You're like, I will be there. That's a good friend quality to have. <laughs> All right. What is the most important quality in a life partner besides at least 5,000 pounds a year? <laughs> <laughs> someone with a pious moral character someone who is my intellectual equal someone who likes me more than my sisters Isn't that someone, a given? Kind. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> someone kind who my family approves of or someone who looks good in a uniform <laughs> let's say someone who likes me more than my sisters because that that seems like it I mean, should if be that's a... not there i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna say someone who is a pious moral character oh that's a given I don't care that much. <laughs> I was like, should they be as smart as me? Well, they don't have to be. <laughs> <laughs> they could be a little dumb. Dumb people are fun. Definitely. All right. Next question. How do you feel about your parents? I try to support them any way you can. They are embarrassing, but I try my best to love them anyway. They always try to stop me from having fun. It's my duty to honor my parents, whether they are ridiculous or not. Or I wish they gave me more attention or at least stopped telling me not to cough. Oh my God, that is so me. <laughs> my dad tells me to not to cough all the time. And I'm always like, will you please listen to me? I mean, I love him. He's great, but <laughs> I feel like... Yeah, I'm the kitty in this quiz. This question. <laughs> Stop coughing. I always, I always feel for kitty because I have been told not to cough by my dad so many times. Are you going with that one? Yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say I try to support them in any way I can. All right. Mm, this is the best question. The next one. <laughs> yes. What is your favorite dessert? Dehydrated <laughs> fruit? Absolutely not. Creme brulee, chocolate cake, frozen yogurt, or apple pie? They're all good. I mean, dehydrated fruit is good, but I don't want it as a not dessert. dessert. I mean, it's just like a snack. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I loved frozen. I mean, I love frozen yogurt. I love apple pie, but creme brulee and chocolate cake are probably two of my favorite desserts. So, yeah. I mean, I like a creme brulee. It's really cool. But chocolate cake, I just don't feel like it can. It's always going to be satisfying. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Unless it's German chocolate cake. (laughs) Don't. You're making me drool. I'm so (laughs) hungry for cake now. I'm going to go with creme brulee yeah because i've been kind of craving a creme brulee as a waste if it's creme brulee covered in non-dehydrated but fresh fruit then mm-hmm. that's gonna be very tempting but mm, chocolate cake is always gonna be good regardless <laughs> i feel like you're always safe getting a chocolate cake because it's always gonna be delicious true well pretty much always i've had yeah. an occasional chocolate cake that's so sweet it like makes my cheeks hurt but (laughs) all right next question besides pride and prejudice what is your favorite jane austen novel oh gosh you can also go buy adaptations if you want yeah but i was like i really like the ones we've read i'm probably gonna go with oh gosh i really enjoyed persuasion a lot not saying i didn't enjoy nothing abby but I'm going to go with right. Persuasion. Well, I mean, Northanger Abbey definitely tried to creep up there, but <sighs> Mansfield Park is still my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to get it. All right. Your neighbor announces they are giving a ball or a party. How do you respond? <laughs> Try to get my, wait, hold. Try to get my crush to come even if he wasn't invited. Start practicing the piano. Watch YouTube <laughs> dance tutorials. Exfoliate, do a hair mask, and get plenty of sleep so I'll be the prettiest one there. <laughs> or try to think of anything interesting about myself to showcase, but ultimately come up short. Mm, I'll probably do all the beauty fying stuff because I just love doing yeah. masks and do them all the time. <laughs> Me too. I'm also going to pick Not because one. I want to be the prettiest one there, but just because I just love pampering myself. <laughs> Yeah, who does that? All right. Aww. Aww. Who'd you get? Kitty Bennett. <laughs> Yay. Who'd you get? I got Jane. Oh, awesome. I feel like you are a Jane. <laughs> What'd you, you um... Oh, gosh. It keeps disappearing on me. Yeah, I'm like happy to go back and forth. It's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Say yours real quick. <laughs> okay. You are a genuinely kind person. You trust people blindly and always want everyone around you to be happy. Sometimes it's hard for you. To go after what you really want or share your feelings, but everyone appreciates your patience and cheerful personality. Oh, that's, nice. that's a good one. Okay, Kitty Bennett. 
let's face it, you don't have much of a personality. <laughs> oh, no, that's not right. <laughs> you care too much about what other people think of you and are a bit of a whiner. <laughs> Learn to stand up for yourself, gain some interests on your own, and maybe you'll become less irritable, less ignorant, and less insipid. Whoa. Whoa. Reading that's me. Rude. <laughs> Just because it's kitty doesn't mean it has to be like a that's read. because I said it was boring, but that wasn't my real answer. <laughs> right. But I love kitty. That's such a rude... Okay, whatever. <laughs> that was rude. I didn't like that. But just because it's a character who is like kind of annoying in the story doesn't mean that you have to pick only their bad qualities. And sip it? <sighs> <sighs> but so does that it mean that rude. it only likes Jane and Elizabeth? Does it not like Mary? It doesn't like Kitty. It definitely doesn't like Lydia. And I bet Mariah is not even an option. <laughs> <laughs> She's the secret <laughs> additional Bennett sister. <laughs> Well, that was a rude quiz, and I don't like it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it was a plotting against us from the start. It didn't have very good possible answers, and I wasn't going to answer just because I wanted a certain character. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, maybe our next quiz will be a, <laughs> a little bit more nice. <laughs> this one is very interesting. I'm very curious about it. Me too. <laughs> it's called, How Wild Is Your Heart? <laughs> <laughs> And I saw Hopefully some like just wild enough. Some like maybe Russian. This is like trending now at the top, and it looks like maybe it's Greek, maybe it's Russian. I don't know. Uh, that's like, <laughs> ooh, I don't know. It's asking for my name, and I'm just gonna put a letter. That's because <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna get my name. <laughs> a Russian website. <laughs> no, pinch me. Okay, you want me to ask this one? Sure. Okay. So this one is not really based on Wild at Heart. It's just how wild is your heart, I think. What was that what it was called? <laughs> I've already forgot. <laughs> um, but it's just like a, an interesting quiz. We'll see. So question one. You're completely lost in a foreign country alone. What do you do? Who cares? I got lost on purpose. Adventure is out there. <laughs> Panic. <laughs> Explore the area. Do as the locals do. You'll figure it out eventually. Or seek out the nearest internet connection and Google map yourself to a more familiar place. <laughs> Ooh. Hmm. Mm. I have been lost in a foreign country, but not alone. And there was no Google Maps at the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. That was scary. Now, we just basically figured it out eventually. So I will say that. I wouldn't panic. Yeah. I would say I would explore the area and do as the locals do. Yes, that's what I said. <laughs> Although probably I would seek out the nearest internet connection and just get myself to a, a better place. I'll put that one. Okay, what is your spirit animal? <laughs> Fire-breathing unicorn with a rainbow mane? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> a golden retriever? A saber-toothed tiger? Or a zebra. Hmm. Or zebra, as they would say. Zebra. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm going to kind of like, because spirit animal is like a little bit problematic. I'm just going to say like, which one do I like the best out of these groups? Which one feels most like your essence? <laughs> yeah, my personality. I kind of like Sabretooth Tiger personally. Mm, yeah, I do always connect with the cats in general, mm -hmm. but I will, I'm going to say Fire Breathing Unicorn with Rainbow Mane because <laughs> I like it. <laughs> it's one of a kind. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what color lipstick do you wear to go out on the town? Angel wings, atomic bomb, peach hmm. bellini, or rebel yell? I guess we're just, I'm guessing angel wings is pink, atomic bomb is red, peach bellini is peach, and rebel peach. yell is purple. Oh, that's a good... That's like my that. guess. <laughs> I'm going to say hmm. Atomic Bomb. I'm going to say Rebel Yell, because you said that was purple, right? That's my imagination of Your imagination of <laughs> I like it. It's a bold color. Yes. Okay. That's got a lot of choices. <laughs> Which superhero? Question I do mark. think this is like from a foreign country. Okay. Yes. Aquaman, <laughs> X-Men's Dazzler, <laughs> mm -hmm. Hit Girl, Wonder Woman, Batman, Mermaid Man. Never heard of that one. The so yellow SpongeBob. dart <laughs> or Superman. <laughs> it's SpongeBob. What What's the yellow thing? dart? I don't remember where it's from. And what's I feel Hit like I've watched a movie. Huh? What's Hit Girl? She's from those kick ass movies. She was played by Chloe Grace Moretz. Oh, okay. It's not even which superhero <laughs> are you, just which superhero? <laughs> I'm going to go with, I've always liked Wonder Woman a lot. So I'm going to go with Wonder Woman. I'm going to go with Aquaman because I've always wanted to be able to live under the sea. <laughs> yes, and talk to fishies. Definitely. For sure. Okay. 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 This one's weird. 
You open an East London club. What do you name it? Spelunking Wunderkind? Number 42. Cheers. Or there is no name, just vague whispers of an underground location and the current password, yogurt. (laughs) Well, I gotta go with number 42 because it's the answer for everything. (laughs) (laughs) Number 42. I'm gonna go with the no name. Make it very speakeasy underground yeah yes yogurt Yogurt. i just love yogurt okay if your life were a british tv show it would be sherlock doctor who downton abbey or game of thrones Mm. what british tv show would i like it to be or what british tv show is it i'm gonna say what would we like it to be yeah that's because i'm like how is my life like game of thrones where's my doctor who of course yes of course (laughs) oh gosh game of thrones is a little too violent and feels like i would die instantly so i'm gonna go too much potential for death (laughs) yeah i'm gonna go with downton abbey that's a good one i did go to upstairs or downstairs (laughs) oh gosh i mean you know i don't know i feel like i would i love because downton abbey is so like they're all kind of nice at the end and so I'm like, well, I want both. <laughs> so maybe I'll marry into the family. Maybe like uh, the chauffeur guy. Yeah. Oh gosh, I can't remember his name, but yes. <laughs> Br- Brand Brandon. Brand Brandon. 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 <laughs> that sounds Brandon. correct. <laughs> <laughs> I did take a quiz. Technically, we went to a one trip to North Carolina. We went to the Biltmore, and they had the Downton Abbey exhibit, uh-huh. and there was like a thing where you could take the quiz to see what your job would be if you were downstairs. And I got valid, so <laughs> oh. <laughs> be about interesting. Nice. Okay, your friend has asked you to perform in their theater's variety show. What art form do you choose? This is a very oh. interesting quiz. Yeah. A poetry reading, an interpretive dance to no music, and full body spandex unitard that glows in the dark. Okay. <laughs> the hardcore finale piece from Black Swan. Or <laughs> flaming baton twirling. Oh gosh. Wow. Um interesting. Um I'm gonna go with the poetry reading person. <laughs> <laughs> the easy one. I'm gonna go with interpretive dance to no music and full body spandex unitar that glows in the dark because it doesn't sound like much talent needs to be involved there. <laughs> as much talent as you need. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, which cocktail best Lord. describes you? And it said we had a hard time limiting options. So I'm just gonna say we're just gonna look through it and pick whichever one because it's just a list of a bajillion. Yeah, what the hell? I'm gonna go with a uh, cosmopolitan. Mm-hmm gonna go with oatmeal cookie (laughs) what is that (laughs) i don't know but it sounds safe compared to the rest of them (laughs) okay this is best oh no i nerd alert which shakespearean play suits you best i just saw best question mark and i was like this question is just best best question mark So we've got Othello, oh, The Taming gosh. of the Shrew, Richard III, Titus Andronicus, Macbeth, A Midsummer Night's Dream, Romeo and Juliet, or Hamlet. Oh, I guess which one do you enjoy the most? Or it's not like which yeah. one do you want to live in because no. nobody wants to live in Titus Andronicus. <laughs> I don't want to live in any of them. <laughs> it's been a while since I've since I've done any Shakespeare. I too like Titus Andronicus just because there's so much cutting off of tongues and arms oh and stuff. Oh my gosh. But so I do glory. like Midsummer Night's Dream too. I'm going to go with Midsummer Night's Dream because at least that's, that's a good fairies one. and fun and comedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I recently finished Station Eleven on HBO and they have a whole thing about Hamlet and I've never mm. seen Hamlet before but I was like, I like this story. So I'm going to go with Hamlet. Okay. I want to see that new Macbeth. So do I. It's supposed to be very good. Even my, my dad told me about it, which I was like, Whoa. what? You want to watch Shakespeare? <laughs> okay. If you could party in any era, which would it be? This is so interesting. Okay. Um, the glamorous 30s, the Victorian 1880s, the Woodstock no. late 60s, the Sock Hop 50s, the wartime 40s, the grunge 90s, the roaring 20s, or the hardcore 80s. Um, there are the, no 70s the 30s on here, which glamorous? Is I thought that was like Depression era. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it depends on who you're asking. I guess if you're one of the rich people. Right. I'm kind Gosh. of annoyed because the 70s would have been my choice, but they don't have not I know. There's just get so the 70s. Rude. The swing in 70s. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm gonna go with the grunge 90s. I already lived through the 90s. Where's which one was the swing dancing? That uh, wartime 40s? 40s or 50s, right? I, I'm just gonna go with the roaring 20s because it seems like a fun time. <laughs> yeah, loose, uh, living fast and loose, and making illegal alcohol in your tub. Oh, that was pre that. That was like flapper era, right? Or no? Well, yeah. I'm not sure what's what. 20s, 20s was Prohibition, I think. Or th- was it 30s? I always I think of Greg Gatsby. Oh, wasn't well. the Depression and the Prohibition era at the same time? Or no? Whoa. I don't think so. <sighs> History is escaping me at the moment. Okay, I'm just going to say <laughs> 20s. Whatever. Okay, you're okay. you're at a market in Jinja, Uganda. What food do you try? A flatbread, chapati, matuki, mashed plantains, fried mm. grasshoppers, or some kind of curry that you don't really know the ingredients of, but the guy said something about goat. Ooh. <laughs> uh, there are some good options. I mean, I would I definitely don't... try the flatbread and the mashed plantains. I might try yeah. the grasshoppers. Grasshoppers I don't know are if a little I like curry. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I haven't had it very much. Right. Well, you definitely need to eat more of it because it's very delicious. <laughs> I'm going to go with the curry because I really love it. Should I go with the most craziest one I would try? Well, I'll go with the grasshoppers because I'll try it. Yeah. I'll try bugs if they're fried. <laughs> I'll try bugs, but there are like certain bugs that are too buggy for me to eat. So, And grasshoppers might be a little too buggy. They might be, but their legs might be nice and crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> depends on what kind of grasshopper this is if you're talking about those gigantic ones that come out here like yeah that's Cuban what i'm ones, thinking though. No. i'm thinking the smaller ones oh i'll eat those because it's a, like i could just one one and done it i don't have to like just like a little crunch, crunchy crunch. snack yeah i could do that i hear ants are actually really good yeah they're i've heard they're the future of protein <laughs> well i've never tried them though okay <laughs> Which song is the soundtrack to your life? Born This Way by Lady Gaga, Skyscraper by Demi Lovato, I'm Walking on Sunshine by Katrina and the Waves, or Friday by Rebecca Black. Is that the, it's Uh, Friday, I'm in love? No, probably not. No. (laughs) (laughs) It was like a viral song, like when I was in high school. Very like silly and dumb and not good. This is where my, my poor music knowledge is biting me. I mean, I don't know you any don't of these need songs. to know. You don't know any of these songs? Except for I'm Walking on Sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know who Lady Gaga is. <laughs> Lady Gaga? <laughs> Lady Gaga. <laughs> I'm sure I've heard Skyscraper and Born This Way, but I can't recall oh, them to sure. mine. Yeah. <sighs> I feel annoyed because... I'm going to have to pick Born This Way, but as a queer person, it's very annoying for me to have to pick a song about being queer. So, <laughs> but I don't really care for the other choices. So I'll just go with Lady Gaga. Which one should I pick? Walking on I think, yes, I think you should pick that one. Okay. <laughs> Gosh, there's, okay, there's only a couple more questions. Okay. Which ride do you beeline it for at a theme park? Interesting. Oh, this is more like a fair, but the classic Ferris wheel, the dizzifying tilt-a-whirl, the Ugh. plummeting drop tower, or steel venom, the twisting thrill ride of death. What is that? Is that like a the kind that goes zoom 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 in a circle? Yeah, something like that. I don't like any of those besides the Ferris wheel. So I'm gonna go with the Ferris wheel. <laughs> Fair rides always make me feel sick. Yeah, I don't beeline it to any theme park or to any fair right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I'll say the Ferris wheel. I don't mind a drop tower, but my favorites are actually those swings. Those I are do my love the scary kinds. Even though my mom was very mad at me every time I went on it. She was like, they're going to break. Oh, God. <laughs> I know they're, they're scary, but I love them. Yeah. Okay. You've got gotten caught in the rain with no umbrella. Do you run for cover? Maybe you can save your hair. Dance. <laughs> Embrace the rain and play in the puddles or just keep walking. It'll stop eventually, right? (laughs) Yeah, I just keep walking. It'll stop eventually. I run for cover. Not to save my hair, but I don't want to be in the rain. Well, I guess the circumstances are very much a factor. (laughs) Yeah. I have played in puddles before. Okay, I'm just going to say that. Keep walking, though. Okay. (laughs) Last one. What's your fancy dress? A brave Disney heroine? Mm -hmm. Oh, is this fancy dress must be a costume? Yeah. A bedsheet ghost, <laughs> an intricately executed cyborg, <laughs> fancy dress question mark, AM Catwoman. No, I am. <laughs> I didn't see the I. I am Catwoman. <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, I am. Okay. 
I get it. I am Catwoman. I'm going to say fancy dress. I am Catwoman because I went as a witch <laughs> and I feel like I just filled stuff out of my closet. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll do bedsheet ghost. Okay. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's your results? <laughs> I got quite the wild thing. <laughs> What'd you get? I got don't let them tame you. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm, <laughs> this description is very interesting. <laughs> okay, so for quite the wild thing, it says, <laughs> you make our hearts sing. You make everything groovy. Wowza. <laughs> <laughs> You're pretty untamed, we must say. You aren't afraid to be brave. Keep that fierce outlook on life, but never be afraid to turn that dial up to 11. Unbridled zest for life is the way to go. At the end of the day, your feet should be dirty, gross, your hair messy, and your <laughs> eyes sparkling. All right. Very interesting. Wow, you're pretty wild. Mine says, apparently, don't let them tame you, which I don't know how where that falls on the wild thing scale. Yeah, there's not like a scale. <laughs> but it says, all good things are wild and free, darling. Don't let the buggers get you down and don't be afraid to be a little more heavy handed with the spice of life. Let yourself loose and go nuts. Life is full of unexpected awesomeness and exciting new things to be done. Enjoy it. Soak it all in. Be the most wild heart you can be. I mean, I said I'd eat grasshoppers. <laughs> <laughs> right. What I don't understand is why does mine say the words groovy and wowza back to back? <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Mine Very just calls silly. me darling. Oh, wait, did I say <laughs> she stood in the storm and when the wind did not blow her away, she adjusted her sails. Interesting. A quote. Well, I guess we have wildish hearts. Mine seems to be less wild than yours, according to the description. <laughs> I don't know because mine just seems like you're weird. We're going to use weird <laughs> words because <laughs> you're crazy. <sighs> well, I don't think I'd fit in the movie regardless, but me neither. But I did enjoy it. Well, that's we've, we've got a pretty good amount of time. Yeah. Oh yeah, we wanted to talk about what was what was it? What what are we what are our goals for this year? What are we looking forward to this year? Oh, just like what are we looking forward to this year? Okay. Yeah, let's talk about what we're looking forward to in 2022 because we need yes. a little optimistic outlook as we yes. start off on our new year with new cool things. What are you I'm optimistic agreeing. about? I am optimistic about... Or looking forward to. <laughs> <laughs> or looking forward to. I So one of the things that I keep putting off is I want to start having dinner parties. And let me be frank, COVID-safe dinner parties, not very large ones, but I keep putting it off and I keep putting it off just because things get in the way or you know I'm not prepared, but I'm going to definitely this year get on it and and have them once a month and just kind of get into the routine of it just because I really enjoy that sort of like providing a cooked meal and seeing people, all my friends around. And I don't know, I just want to kind of like stick to it this year. I'm excited for those too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, you will definitely be invited to those. I want to try out all your fancy cooking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking yeah. forward to my kitchen being done, which will mean that I'll be Very doing soon. a lot more cooking because I mean, I haven't had the ability to cook in my kitchen for uh, two months now. And I I've wow. been living in this house for a year and or over a year now and the kitchen was never great to begin with so I was always kind of like about cooking in it the oven literally mm -hmm. would try to kill me if I left it on <laughs> um, <laughs> and the microwaves were from the 70s yeah so, <laughs> your microwave was very interesting <laughs> very much looking forward to my own cooking journey this year what else are you looking forward to I'm really looking forward to going to the beach this summer um yeah. I mean we live in Florida hello and I've been thinking about the beach a I, lot <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't think I think maybe I went once or twice last year, but I just kept saying I wanted to go and I just never made it out there. But I'm making 
a firm plan to go plenty of times this summer. I mean, I think it's going to be a hot year. It's already kind of hot <laughs> yeah. here. It's always hot, but I just want to go. I want to go to the beach. I want to eat, I don't know, like pineapple and delicious seafood and yes, just not even go in the water. Just be on the sandy beach. I want to take the dog and go for some walks on the beach for nothing uh, else. It's the best pedicure. And it really like is. To find <laughs> it some, really sh- is. some shark's teeth. <laughs> <laughs> What else do you have to look forward to? Well, I am, I'm definitely looking forward to hopefully, you know, being able to go out into the world a little bit more and maybe Mm -hmm. go on some adventures this year, you know, go, because I just feel like I haven't really gone anywhere, even though, you know, I guess technically we have gone to on a couple trips, but you know, I just, it's been a long time since I've been like, you know what? I just want to do this one weird thing and I actually just plan it and do it. So I'm hoping to do more of that this year, especially with Cooper. Yes, <laughs> And I am definitely looking forward to doing some fun things with the podcast this year and expanding Absolutely. it and hopefully, you know, making it a little more interesting, give you guys some more options and hopefully start a Patreon yes. this year. We've got some good ideas for that. Definitely. <laughs> What else are you looking forward to? I would say maybe like something that I'm like the most looking forward to, like especially now that I have been on my antidepressant for um, not a year just yet, but at the beginning of this year, in the next couple months, it'll be a whole year. And I feel like I am finally at a place where I can like start the year and have like a clear head and be like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to stick to it. And so I definitely want to get into like a very true, almost self-care where I'm, you know, seeing doctors regularly and going to the dentist regularly and just taking Mm. care of myself in a way. Yeah. And just, you know, doing things that will make me happy in the sense <laughs> of personal health. Well, you're probably about ready for your Saturn returns, right? <sighs> yes, I'm so nervous. I feel like that's kind of <laughs> what it's all about is like, you know, I've reached this point where I know I'm an adult now and I have to look out for my own self and make sure I do all this stuff yes. that normally I would just get my parents to, you know, remind me of. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Taking on more responsibility for myself and my health. Yeah. And I'm, I'm also looking forward to hopefully getting my pottery, pottery studio set up this year so that I yes, can please. start doing some stuff with that. I really want to like do some sculptural stuff and make some molds and, you know. That's so cool. Practice some of that. And I want to make a new set of dishes for myself. So <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I will pay you for some new dishes, please. Some oh, fun yeah. dishes. Definitely. I mean, I uh, that's one of my main goals this year is to figure out new ways to make some money because the old ways (laughs) just aren't fulfilling slash happening at the moment so i 100 percent agree something where (laughs) i can have a little more fun yeah yeah. and make some money (laughs) and hopefully maybe we can make some with the podcast because i think we might have some stuff people might be willing to pay for soon Yeah, we've got some fun ideas that we're brewing. Yeah. So we're hoping that by the time, you know, by the time, I guess, February rolls around that we might have some real firm plans for the Patreon and how we're going to, we'll start sharing that with you guys. So hopefully. But before we get to that, maybe I should just say what we're going to do next because yeah, it's very exciting. I've been working on it. That's why we took off January because so I could work on it a lot. And we're doing a book. Yay. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> we are doing Sense and Sensibility. If you hadn't already guessed, which you probably have because I've mentioned it like five times. Yeah, I've been working on the recaps. They're especially long, but I've divided it into eight sections and I will post probably this week or next week what, what the chapter breakdowns will be for that okay. so that you guys can, you know, read what you need to if you want to read along with us. And we're also going to be finishing up season two of Twin Peaks. Oh, my goodness, so much. I'm Fun. so excited because... Well, because for one, it'll just be nice to have like actually finished this big, huge part of what we're what we're covering for this podcast. And there's so much more Twin Peaks to come that, you know, you just got to get past this part and then we'll have even more cool stuff. Plus, I'm really 
excited to get to some of the David Lynch movies that were after season two, because I yes. feel like we're kind of doing a little more chronologically with David Lynch, not completely, but there's some yeah. stuff I didn't really want to get to until after we had finished season two. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to finish that and to kind of maybe look forward to the Twin Peaks return oh, on official yeah. season three yeah. and being like, oh, and Firewalk with me. Although we might yeah. take a, like a little Twin Peaks break before we start getting back into it. But I love Firewalk with me. We're gonna have to do mm-hmm. Mahalo Drive and Let Empire. We've Ugh. got some other TV shows that David Lynch did like hotel room and on the air and oh, there's just a ton more David Lynch to go come and it's his birthday today. Yes. <laughs> As we said at the beginning, I feel like I, my brain is a little slow today. So sorry about all the starts and stops. <laughs> and I mean, I guess that's pretty much it for today. And we'll be back next week with Twin Peaks. We're going to do season two, episode 11. Yes. And then the week after we'll start on Sense and Sensibility, which Oh, it's going to be so fun trying to listen to me say it over and over and over again. <laughs> Maybe we can come up with some sort of like... Uh, I'll just call it I SNS. Know, I would say we can say SNS and that way it'll make it easy. Sense and sensity. <laughs> Sense and sensibility. It's the middle part of ability that gets... Sensibility. All caught up in my... Oh, I totally forgot. I wanted to mention one thing I have done over the past couple weeks or the past since our last check-in is for Twin Peaks Unwrapped, I did one of the voices for, they did a Ronnie Rocket special, Mm -hmm. which I know we've talked about before because I actually cut out a little tiny piece of the Blue Velvet one in which we said that the original Blue Velvet was called Ronnie Rocket, but not exactly true. So I just took out one little bit. (laughs) But um, (laughs) it was really interesting. I would definitely suggest if you're a big Twin Peaks or David Lynch fan, go listen to the Twin Peaks Unwrapped episode on Ronnie Rocket because it's got like, well, I do a voice in it, but it's got a lot of people doing the voices of select scenes. And then um, I can't remember the guests they had exactly. I think maybe it was Joel Baco and someone else. But they talked about, you know, the what it was going to be. It was it's just really interesting. And I don't know for sure that we'll cover it because it doesn't really have something we can watch. All we could do is maybe read the script or something. But mm-hmm. yeah, if you guys are at all interested in that, definitely go listen to the, the latest Twin Peaks Unwrapped or not the latest, but the one before the latest. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds cool. Yeah. And Blue Rose Task Force is a new podcast that just came out. Twin Peaks podcast. I'm only going to suggest if you are like following along with us, I wouldn't listen to that because they are four people who have already watched all of Twin Peaks. They're still going from the beginning to the end, but like in context of everything else. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other Twin Peaks, because we did so, we had so many great Jane Austen podcasts on for Pride and Prejudice. I just thought... There's one other Twin Peaks podcast I wanted to recommend. Although they're not really a Twin Peaks podcast, but they've been covering season two and they did season one and they'll probably do season three before long before we ever get <laughs> to it. But it's called Damn Fine TV and they cover a lot <laughs> of other stuff besides just Twin Peaks. And I had their names right on the tip of my tongue. But the hosts are really <laughs> fun. There's like one girl from Canada and one girl must be from the south because she has a southern accent and I, I i've been enjoying their podcast so i just wanted to give some twin peaks podcasts a little bit of a shout out because we did so many jane austen we got so many jane austen podcast plugs in for our last bonus that's episode true. <laughs> that's true yeah we, we definitely love our fellow sibling twin peaks slash david lynch you know topic podcast as much yeah. as our jane austen ones yeah and i feel like i don't call i don't shout out the twin peaks ones as much because just because there's so many that have gone by the wayside and i'm not sure which ones are still doing it and then like right <sighs> anyway <laughs> i can only do so much but uh, those were some <laughs> of the ones that i've been enjoying lately so i thought maybe i would share them with you guys yeah. Is there anything else? Am I forgetting anything? <laughs> um, I don't think so. I mean, if you guys want to reach out to us and maybe talk about maybe what you're excited about either with our podcast or just about the new year. Yes, we want to hear. And yeah, let us know. And then if you are like, why haven't you guys covered this yet? We, I'm like dying <laughs> for this. Yeah, you can also let us know that. We you just had email. somebody 
um, right? And wonder if we were covering something, which I promise you, every single thing that can be covered is on our list of things to cover. <laughs> but they made me um, want to do it sooner. So it's now moved up the schedule. So yeah, we're definitely... You guys have influence. <laughs> you definitely do. <laughs> but yeah, if you want to reach out to us, you could email us at mannersandmadness at gmail.com. You can DM us um, on Twitter at mannersmadness or on Instagram at mannersandmadnesspod. Or you can leave a one minute voicemail on our website at mannersandmadness.com. Yes, and we really hope that you will. Also, we'd love it if you would give us a rating or review on yes, Apple please. or Spotify. Now you can give five star ratings. <laughs> yes, very much and, appreciated. Yeah, and we will next check in. We'll definitely be talking about Patreon, but we'll probably have already talked about yeah. it before then. So yes, it's in the works, sort of. <laughs> yes, definitely in the works. We're still looking forward to covering the rest of Twin Peaks season two. And Sensibility, the book with you guys. It's going to be so much fun. I've been loving the recap, so I can't wait to talk about this book. (laughs) Me too. Yeah, so I guess that's all for today. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you next week with Twin Peaks Season 2, Episode 11. Yes, thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.